0: real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning niall boylan show
1: Ireland's classic hits.
0: families who own electric cars and have had their homes retrofitted to provide greater energy efficiency are saving 270 every month according to an irish independent analysis uh, by the way i just thought if you have your home retrofitted i believe it takes 20 years to claw back the money You know, depending on how much it costs you to retrofit it in the extreme. Twitch, you could be dead by then. Anyway, in relation to electric cars, um, I was offered an opportunity to test two out over a period of two weeks. And I'm looking forward to it. I already drove a Tesla and I thought it was a quite exciting drive. Mind you, I'm, I'm still a little bit dubious about having to plug a car in over and over again. But I, I kind of want to know, would you be interested? Because there is a saving to be had currently at the moment when you have an electric car. Now, I know for most people, they're pretty much out of the price range, including me. Uh, I couldn't afford one at the moment. But in saying that, you could save money. And I suppose, you know, when you take into consideration the price of them, how much it'll cost you a month to buy an electric car, um, you'd probably save that or recoup that in the cost of the. You don't have to get it serviced as much. You know, you can plug it in. You don't have to pay for diesel or petrol. Obviously, it costs you eight or nine euro a night or whatever it is, or a fill, so to speak, if that's what you want to call it, for your four or five hundred kilometres. But have you switched? Will you be switching in your next purchase? Uh, and are you kind of dubious about it or cautious about it? Bernie or Ireland's classic kids? How you doing, Bernie? How are you now? Now, Bernie, I don't know, Are you? what are you driving at the moment?
2: I'm driving an S60 Volvo
0: 11. Okay, okay. And what size, um, what size engines are that, by the it's way? It's a
2: two-litre diesel, and I'll be driving her for as long as I can. And my next car I'd like to to be an xc 60 where I can get my hips into, because i probably need a hip replacement down the line. Oh,
0: right. Because I'm at that
2: age, right? Okay, okay. So that's the way I'm rolling it. I um, have no interest in looking at electric cars, to be honest, because, you know, like... I don't think they're value for money. For me, personally, I haven't got that kind of money to throw into a car. I just had my house rewired there before Christmas. It cost me 22000 I'm going to be paying that back for a long time.
0: 22000 no. to rewire your house? Yeah. It's just, yeah is, it a big, is it a big house?
2: No, it's not that big. It's a regular house, but it was just they had to, you know, the wiring was uh, shot to hell and they had to get plasters and I know,
0: yeah. I mean, you have to hide all the wires and yeah. basically rewire the whole house and put in the whole uh, all the trip switches and yeah, take out the um, old fuse boxes. But that that seems like an awful lot of money.
2: Yeah, well, it probably was. But, Nile, I don't have any. That's what happens today. That's the reality of the world today we live in.
0: Mm. You know,
2: Mm. so, you know, I don't have, you know, the next car is going to be uh, up in the years a bit more than 11. Might get to a 15. But they're impossible to find a second-hand quality diesel car at the moment, two litre. Well, second-hand cars,
0: the, the value of second-hand cars is staying the same or if not going up. Uh, yeah. So your second-hand yeah. car that you would have bought two years ago is probably worth more now than it was two years ago.
2: Yeah, and that's what's happening. And, like, I've been around garages lately with a, a neighbour trying to help assist him buy a car. And, this, and there's nothing there to tell you. You know, there's nothing electric in, you know, in less than 20... I don't thirty thousand. Yeah, and like you know, for the likes of our age group, I mean, what am I going to be doing? Uh, driving to Dublin, say, to see my family, and I have to pull in an, in um, Apple Green, say, in Athlone, and wait for two hours to charge her up. If I turn on them, if I turn on the um, you know, the air conditioning, um, in the summer and the radio, and you know, maybe mm. have a few more things going. The kids might have plugged in something. Like I won't get to Dublin for two days because they will be <laughs> stopping the long the way. So again, it's a stupid thing. You know, I mean... Well, they, well they are they getting
0: better. I mean, initially, you know, the older ones kind of had a, a range of, a, like, you know, 120 kilometers on them. Now some of the newer ones, you know, have a range of 500 kilometers on them. So, you know, the the range is getting longer on these batteries.
2: But that's that's the range. But if you turn on anything or you pull in or, you know... Yeah, you if it's the cold weather rather-
0: and you're heating on, yeah, yeah the wipers on, whatever. Been-
2: you might not get there for two days and like you might as well get a <laughs> horse and car to that stage and go and get an electric car, like environmentally friendly then.
0: Well you I, know I I think I, as time goes on, you know, I it is going to get better. I mean the charging time is coming down on them as well. They're they're charging quicker. Um, you know, and I think that will eventually come down to maybe four or five minutes, maybe in the next five or five years. So I, I think if we do get to that point, it certainly makes it more practical. Now, and that that still means, it's still a problem. It still means you'll have to charge them at home because I can't imagine everyone queuing up in the Apple Green to charge their cars because that's going no, to be just then, madness.
2: Yeah, so you've got to get a hive, I think it's called a hive electrical point in your house. So that's they right. have to be fitted.
0: Yeah, that, well um, that's done free, isn't it, at the moment? They don't charge you for that.
2: I don't know. I haven't got one. I mean, I was offered it. I said, no, I don't need one of them, thanks. Yeah, no, yeah because, I th-
0: well, I think but, when you buy a car now, the government pay for that for your house. As far as I know, it's still available for free
2: but now let's be realistic and and then take off the the, the rose colored tinted glasses this government has promised it's the moon and they haven't delivered on anything mm-hmm. in the name of you know like when you can imagine in a state with maybe 150 electric cars and you go into your neighbour. Do you mind if you don't do your tonight? I'll do mine. You know, it's not going to be realistically. <laughs> we won't have the money to even turn on the light. Yeah, mind. Do you mind if you don't <laughs> charge yours
0: tonight? I want to charge mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
2: like power and cigarettes. I have a bag on the back. But you know what I mean. Like, I mean, I, I, I think it's unrealistic. And yeah, okay. I, I, I personally don't. Well, think I mean, they are
0: expensive at the moment, and you know, they're they're not, they're not cheap. There's no doubt about that. You know, they're about forty or fifty percent more expensive than a standard petrol or diesel car. But I, I would imagine that is a supply and demand issue so that, you know, obviously the the more they make, the cheaper they're going to get.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, realistically, I don't see it happening. I, I really don't. I, OK,
0: well, well, hang on. Hang on for a second. Buddy. Let me go to Angela as well. Angela, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Angela?
3: Hi, good, thanks, Anina.
0: Good. Now, you've just ordered your first electric car.
3: I have indeed, yeah, just about a, a week and a half ago there.
0: OK, so what did you order?
3: Uh, so I've gone for the Hyundai Kona. I've gone for the bigger battery, the 64k, because yeah, I've been hearing all the, the range anxiety uh, stories and yeah, yeah. That's my own sort of. So what's factor. the
0: range? What's the range on that Hyundai?
3: So the predicted range is about 480 on the the bigger battery, and people are saying that with um with careful driving, if you don't have a, a bit of a, a lead foot, you can get 450 kilometres.
0: Okay, well, that's that's probably in average weather. So if it's very cold and you're yes. heating on or very warm and you have the air conditioning on, that probably reduces that exactly. a little bit. Yeah,
3: It will okay. reduce it a little
0: bit. And is that practical for you, Angela? It is.
3: It okay. is. Like, I would commute maybe 80 kilometres per day. That's both ways to Yep. In total, yeah, and the occasional long drive every um, every couple of weeks at the weekend. Yeah, okay. And with all the fast charging stations, um, with the newer cars, you can supposedly charge from ten percent to eighty percent in just under an hour. And if you're stopping at the uh, at the service plaza, you're going for a if you have a burger station, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to take an, an hour. For stop
0: anyway. Now I know they have Tesla have the superchargers, but as far as I know, there's only three of them in the country. And um, I think there, two of them are in Apple Greens. Um, I don't know where the other one is. It's probably in Tesla's garage or something like that. But but they so they have the standard chargers, uh, you know, which are the fast chargers in most of the Apple Green garages. Some of the other garages do have you know chargers now as well. Some car parks do. But like in my situation, for example, Angela, and I'm getting a loan of two electric cars to test out one for a week each, which are both BMWs, which is the iX Ooh, and the i4. That's
2: now. woohoo! Yeah, I know. It's I'm I'm, so
0: I'm, I'm, the end of this month, so I'm looking forward. But here's the thing, right? So where am I going to charge it? Because in the car park downstairs, there's no charger. I obviously don't have a house, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> if, you all, either, if you no. all know my history at this stage, so they don't. I don't have a charger in my pocket, so the only place I'm going to charge it, hopefully, will be stopping at garages. So that's going yeah, to be a they problem, isn't it? All
3: over nowadays. Um, if you download there's an app called PlugShare and these the, e- the e cars app. I had a look just about two ago, and there are there's hundreds of these things all over. Um, Little have them in their car parks now as well. Yeah. most shopping centres have them in their car parks.
0: Okay, so I so I should go in and do a bit of shopping, maybe for a half an hour in the pavilion or something like that, and yeah, in yeah. charge, charge yeah. there. Okay, and is it, there's uh, more and more being stored every day? So, Angela, they are expensive. Can, can I ask you if it's not too too much of an imposition? How much was your your Hyundai? Uh,
3: so the government grant of five thousand is there. So after the grant, it's forty thousand. Okay, um, uh, but you can get them as little as. 20 something if you're going for the smaller battery like the Renault Zoe or uh, maybe the. Renault yeah, if you're just
0: using it for short but commutes. They do range. Yeah. yeah,
3: exactly. They do, vary, they do vary in cost and they aren't hugely more expensive than the petrol diesel equivalent of the same model.
0: So, I mean, Bernie, that, that's a fair point. If you're buying a new car anyway, Bernie, and you're going to be spending you know, somewhere between 25 and 30 on a new car, you know, for an extra 10 grand, you can have a nice car, an electric one. And, you know, Bernie, I'm looking at the savings here. According to the government, according to the, uh, the analytics on this, okay, you'll save 2,000 a year on fuel. And not only that, you'll also save on service charge because you don't have to get them serviced. I'm sorry,
2: no, I, don't have, I don't have that kind of money. To, to spend on on cars. I mean, I, it's not a, it's not a priority. It's whatever I can get is mostly economical and the one that'll get me from A to B. I don't have 40 anything anywhere or 20 anything. <laughs> 20 anything. do you know, to be honest, where would I where would I be going at this stage tomorrow at 63 years of age for mm. a, a car that's going to maybe take me 10 years to pay back? I don't have that kind of... Fun. I wish I had, but I don't. Yeah. See, and that, so that's, the that
0: is the problem, Angela, that yeah. a lot of people like Bernie. I, I couldn't I, yeah. afford one right now either, to be honest with you. I just yeah. couldn't afford an electric vehicle.
2: And I'd love to do... In the real world, I would really love to be able to get, to step up and say, yes, I, I possibly could do it. I can't. Do you know? And I really couldn't. And I couldn't see 40 grand being something that I could mm-hmm. offset against something else. Um, so
0: OK, OK, well, look, well, look. stay there with both of you if you want to, if you can. Angela, thank you for for joining us as well. Um, Angela's going to buy a new electric car, a Hyundai. She's looking forward to it. So she believes, that obviously, that it'll offset on of the price because she'll save you know, between somewhere between 1500 and 2000 a year. That's the average that you'll save on fuel alone. And that's not including servicing and everything else and half price tolls and less tax and all that kind of carry on. Uh, the number is travel zero eight. Will you be moving to an electric car? Because the government wants us to. All right, loads of text coming in uh, about electric cars, numbers 87 to Can you ask that woman how long the battery will last and her high end well, I the answer is I don't know, she's gone now. I don't know whether she found that out or not. But here's the thing, that's a that's a bit of a, you know, moot argument about the battery because and people say this, Oh, the battery only lasts ten years. I mean if you buy a new car, the engine's probably only good for about ten or fifteen years anyway, depending on how much mileage you're doing it. So the engine would be snookered or you'll end up having to get it serviced twenty or thirty times in that space and you may have to have to get a new engine in the car after a certain amount of time. So an engine doesn't last forever either. So they do, yeah, the batteries do have to be replaced after a certain period of time. I don't know what that period of time is. It's different for every car. Is. And again, they're getting better. But Cliff, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Cliff? Hey, nice. How are you doing? Good. Now, you're a pensioner, Cliff. Yes. Okay, so now, you're in a position where you'll never be able to afford an electric car.
4: We can't afford it. I mean, the last, um, well, 15 months, you know, going back to the, the cost of the heating oil that's rocketed, but my pension has not gone up. That's anywhere near that. Yeah. Um... To buy a new car on pensions, where's the money coming from? It's as straight, it's as easy as that. We don't have the money as a pensioner.
0: That's got to be a problem when they ban the sale of diesel and petrol cars.
4: Well, I think they're going to obviously have to go over it because we're here in the West, you know what it's like.
0: Yeah, you've got to have a car. To, yep.
4: Yeah, you've got to have a car to get around. And if you look around at the um, charging points where well, we are, there's a couple in Shroom, and I think there's three or four in Roscommon, Um but I haven't seen anything here in in uh, Klune, not Clunes, but in uh, uh, Claire Morris at all. So, what I'm you assuming.
0: Doing? I'm assuming by the time it gets to D Day, which is somewhere between 2025 and 2030, uh, Cliff, that you know that the price will come down, and not only that, you're going to have the market will be flooded, hopefully, sec- with second-hand electric cars. So, I, I'm assuming then, you know, it'll be just it'll take over. So, at the moment, I don't. What are you driving at the moment?
4: Uh, a golf.
0: Okay. CW Golf, yeah. Okay, what size engine what, what is that? 1.6. 1.6, all right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's probably costing you a few quid every week to put fuel into that and everything else. So I'm assuming by the time, in about four or five years' time, there will be the equivalent of maybe, you know, a Nissan Leaf or whatever it is, um, will be available secondhand at a reasonable price uh, in the coming years. It's just because they're new, it's going to be hard to get a decent secondhand one at the moment
4: it could well be. But if anybody read the um, the write-ups recently on electric cars from the UK, um, the cars which are making it and the cars which aren't making it on the range, there's been a hell of a lot of controversy over there that cars are not giving you the range you want. Because, you know, come winter, you put your electric seat on, you put your wipers on, you put your d on, and that all comes off the battery.
0: Yeah, because the battery the battery life or the range is, exactly. it, it is designed around the perfect situation
4: yeah it's around the well they say oh, 12 I'm degrees
0: 12 degrees it's based yeah. on the temperature outside being roughly 12 degrees and not raining where you wouldn't have to have your wipers on and you're not going to have your Spotify blaring a full blast and you're not going to have kids in the back using the USB ports so yeah I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I get all that and so the range is never what they'll tell you it is but if they say the range is say 350 and the ranges are getting better on them they it is going up you know, you're probably going to get 300 out of it anyway
4: yeah, three hundred. So if you go from uh, from Tume or from where we are, and you go to Dublin, you're going to have to charge up somewhere en route.
0: Yeah, but to be safe, yeah, it would be and good idea. Get, uh,
4: and at the moment, on the uh, on the motorway there, there's a charging station. You want to go and wait an hour to charge? Three mm-hmm. quarters of an hour, what?
0: Well, I'm sure I'm sure the, the stations, there, the likes of the Apple Greens, would be delighted because we'll all have to stop and have a burger while we're waiting. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but so, no, it really comes down to It comes down to to money. And even even if you go in the future and, and you're looking at electric cars. Pensions won't cover it. I mean, my electric bill, the way it keeps going up and up.
0: But are we just resisting it for the sake of resistance? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that it will become the norm, Cliff, you know, in it 10 years' well time.
4: It may well be, but, you know, just take the one from heating oil as a, as a guy from the trucking said. Um, last year, I could tank up, and say, €400. Euro. Now I can't even get half a tank for 650
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh,
4: swings and roundabouts, but it's really getting bad.
0: Yeah. And are you feeling the pinch now on your heating oil and you're putting petrol we, into the car? We are.
4: We're cutting down on the amount of heating we have on in the daytime. And, yeah. uh, well, there you
0: go. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, look, we all shouldn't, you shouldn't have to go cold. And unfortunately, <laughs> the weather is still a little bit nippy for this time of the year. So unfortunately, you have to. And can I ask how old you are, Cliff? Yeah, 77. OK. You're only a youngster. Yeah, youngster still. <laughs> yeah. still. Still able
4: to get around and kick off. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't think you'll be around for the flying cars, will you?
4: Well, I don't know about
0: that, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but I don't think it'll be in my lifetime either to be honest No, I don't think so either. They've
4: got a few prototypes out at the moment,
0: but... Um, yeah, yeah, I've seen them. a
4: long time. They look,
0: they look exciting, but I don't think it'll be in our lifetime. I can imagine... <laughs> yeah, the roads are bad enough in this country with people driving. Imagine if we were all flying around. Jeepers.
4: You can imagine you're getting a flying tractor, can't you? Out of this, <laughs> in this
0: neck of the woods. <laughs> I'm sure Eamon Ryan would have something to say about it. Not we not. need to fly lower. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Thanks, Cliff. Have have a good day alright Cliff's a pensioner and I get the point he's making the same when it comes to retrofitting you know as a pensioner you're not going to benefit from it because firstly with retrofitting it takes 20 years to benefit from it the cost it's going to cost you should be dead and buried by the time you get the benefits out of it. and in relation to a car you probably won't benefit too much from it either as a pensioner and you can't afford it uh, and that's what everybody's saying at the moment about electric cars I can't afford one. ones uh, let me just go to Annette if I can uh, Annette you're in Ireland's Classic Kids how are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Good.
0: Now, have you moved to an electric car?
1: I have. um, I switched to an electric car back in 2015. I bought a a Nissan Leaf at 24 kilowatt, And since then, I've switched to a 40 kilowatt Nissan Leaf. Um, I generally do about 27,000 kilometres in a year. Okay. Um, I rarely use um, a charge point. I charge um, at home. To do 27,000 kilometres a year, it costs me €30 a month in electricity.
0: It's nothing really when you consider what you'd be paying in diesel or petrol.
1: It's absolutely nothing. I actually couldn't afford a petrol or a diesel car, but I can afford an electric car. But you would have
0: have paid handsomely for the the leaf, well, uh, you know, in comparison to what you would pay for a normal petrol or diesel car of that size.
1: Yeah, but when you factor in the fact that I'm only paying 30 euros for petrol, whereas back in 2015, I was paying 350 euros a month. Mm -hmm. And if you calculate that out now, I would be paying over 500 euros a month in petrol. Um, Mm -hmm. And and and
0: then you've got reduced, is there car tax on it by the way?
1: Um, The car tax is 120 euros previously.
0: Uh, Half price tolls?
1: Half price tolls. Yeah. Um, How How often
0: do you have to get it serviced?
1: I get it serviced once a year. Um, basically, they don't have to do anything to it. They do a software update, and they do um, um, an inspection, I suppose. An inspection, and they might rotate the, the tires or something like that. Okay, so there's black. no
0: en- there's no oil to put in it, or there's no engine nope. to replace Nothing. or fix or anything like that.
1: Nothing. They change the cabin filter, and that's it. That costs me usually about 120 euros a year. Okay. And in three- of driving with this current car. There has been absolutely nothing has gone wrong with it. It has never broken down. Um, As regards the the heating using all the electricity of the battery, I sat in my car yesterday for an hour and a half with the heating on, with the radio on, um, with my heated seats on front and back, and... Um, the battery was at sixty six percent, and when I left an hour and a half later, the battery was still
0: at sixty six. So it didn't use it that much extra. You're like a you're like no. a walking advertisement for Nissan Leafs here. By the way, can I just point yep. out, Nissan have just been onto us and they want to know your name and address. They can send you the money. Now I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but they are. But Nissan were one of the first ones in there, of course, with the electric cars. Now, obviously, the range has improved greatly since they, you know, since they got them. But when you bought your first one, and here's the concern people have as well about the batteries. So when you bought your first one, and again to point out, they've much. Improved the battery since you bought that first one. Did you notice the battery life declining over time?
1: Um, it. When I sold my car and I sold it to my brother, it still had the full twelve bars on it, and I had had it for three years. And at that point, I had done eighty-one thousand kilometres. Now, I know there's um, a taxi driver, I think he was based in the UK, he had done 273,000 kilometres on a 24-kilowatt Nissan Leaf, and in all of the time that he had that car, he never changed anything, only the wipers and the tyres.
0: Okay, so, so the battery life does, the, like your mobile phone, the battery health goes down after a few years. It now, goes down. What, so car- how long, with, with the Nissan Leaf, I don't know whether you'll know the answer to this question, how long is the battery guaranteed for?
1: Um, I'm not sure currently, but certainly when I'm buying a car uh, from Nissan, I don't, I'm not concerned about the, the battery. And okay. The,
0: okay. The I know camera. some of them give guarantees. I know Tesla were saying they kind some of them. guarantee them for 15 years or something yeah. like that or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. But I suppose if you buy an ordinary car, you, you have to replace the engine at some point if you keep driving it all the time. So they don't, well, last, think... they don't last forever, I suppose. So you're happy with your purchase and, and what you're saying to people is, okay, there might be a bit of an outlay initially, but you'll save it very quickly. You'll save the money back very quickly.
1: Well, if if you're getting finance and if you're going to be paying for a new car and you buy a petrol or a diesel car, you're not going to be paying less than 350 a month on Mm -hmm. finance. You can buy an electric car and have finance on that for 400 a month, plus you're saving 450. Another friend of mine bought another car recently. She was planning on buying a petrol car. I told her she was mad that she'd um, Mm -hmm. save money if she bought an electric car. And I said, no, but they're so expensive. And I said, go back and see can you cancel your car. She cancelled the car. She was going to be paying a thousand euros a month between the car repayments and the petrol and diesel. She's now paying 600 a month for repayments on the car and the electricity. And so the electricity. she paid 400 yeah. euros. That's four thousand.
0: And the government are still, I think the government still put those electric charging points at your house free of charge, don't they?
1: They give you a grant of six hundred Euros to put in a charge point at your house and you can put in a zappi um generally for about a thousand so you might might have a small outlay of about four hundred Euros. Okay. And those then if you have um solar panels in your house they can regulate the the, the electricity to charge your car when there's an excess of electricity coming from solar panels. Different right, things like that.
0: okay, so they can trickle charges while it's just yeah. sitting there. Yeah, okay. And, and, and you generally <laughs> don't have to stop at garages because you'll just do the charging, but I'm assuming now and again you've had to stop, have you?
1: Oh, I do. I have an ESB card. You just rock up and by the time
0: you okay. start. And, the way that, and how does that, so you have an ESB card and how does that work? So yeah. you you tap that at the charger in the garage and then that goes onto your bill, is it? That's
1: right. It okay. doesn't go on bill it goes onto my account which I have topped up with 20 euros every so often and when it goes below five euros it tops up again. All right. So okay. Okay. In a year I would probably spend maybe 25, 30 euros. I would say maybe six times a year I stop at a garage. It's different from a car where you could be stopping twice a week.
0: And, how, and just final question: When when you were driving at first, you know the electric car, did, did you get used to the, the because they are a little bit nippier and and faster than your average car, your diesel or petrol car? Everybody knows that. They're, some of them actually, yeah. uh, the like the Tesla Model Three has a faster takeoff than a Lamborghini, for God's sake. So, yeah. uh, did th- that take a while to get used to?
1: No, it was very quick to get used to. All you had to do was get used to not using your left leg and your left hand for changing gears and everything and you actually it's they're a safer car to drive. They have a lot more technology than um, mm-hmm. an ordinary car inside in them and um they're very easy to get used to and there's actually so much technology in them um for dimming the lights as you're coming to mm-hmm. to up to other people and things like that. That okay. you actually get better on the the road. So I would say anybody with mobility issues, they're a perfect car to, to drive.
0: Okay, okay, well, look, thank you very much indeed, Annette, for coming on. All right, there you go, Annette uh, chose to change over seven years ago and still changed over. That's her second Nissan Leaf now. She's bought the new one, which has a longer range of the battery. And let we go to Chris as well. Chris, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good, Noel. How are you keeping? Good. Now, there's a slightly... You're designing a number of electric buses. Now, I didn't even realise there was... Well, I think I did realise there was electric buses, but I wasn't aware of them being around yet.
5: Yeah, no, There's. there's actually... Um, the first real fleets of them are, are actually starting to appear on the market at the moment. And that's different than a hybrid bus. You know, there's, there's a distinct difference between the two. The electric bus is what we want to see on the roads because they're much, much, much more efficient. Um, and I suppose on, on, on top of that, we're, we're in a situation where they're obviously going to be carrying more people yeah. and that's a huge benefit to us from a green perspective and from a CO2 emissions point of view. Okay. So to give you to give you an example because one of the things just listen to people you know on both sides of the argument at the minute and they're they're talking about range and batteries and all the rest of it. That let seems to be the
0: main issue for everybody is the range, isn't it? Yeah.
5: Okay. So so let me let me give you a couple of for instances, right? So first and foremost these vehicles only use DC fast charging. So that means that even with, say, 175 kilowatts or 200 kilowatts or 350 kilowatts, the charging times on them from about 25% SOC, so in other words, they never go down to empty. It's not like driving a car where suddenly a light comes on and it says, charge me now. They warn you well in advance before that happens. And the drivers are sort of trained. Well, most to make cars
0: warn it. you, don't they? They tell you you're going into reserve. <laughs> yeah.
5: No, no, they do, but the electrics are different, and and the and the mindset is different on on the way that you drive them.
0: See, yeah, I I, and, I, did lo- I did have a loan. I did have a loan of a Model Three Tesla for a week, and and the one thing I did find, and people have warned me about this, was the this anxiety that I was getting yeah, constantly anxiety, all the time. Right. What's it called? Yeah.
5: it's called range anxiety.
0: Range anxiety. Okay, and I was getting, yeah. I was definitely getting range anxiety. I found myself looking constantly to see how much was on us.
5: Yeah. Now there's another game they play as well to see um how how efficient you can actually make it. You know, there's there's people actually, you know, they'd be texting each other, I got this out of mine this today and I got that out of it yesterday. <laughs> right, okay, okay.
0: Okay, so what's what's the range on these buses?
5: Okay, so we'll we'll take a challenge that we gave one of our buses just to see what it would do. And we took a twelve meter um, single decker bus. So that's a vehicle that carries 46 people and it was driven from the Nice road in dublin from Harris's and the Nice road in dublin and it was driven to the quayside in cork and it did that and back to cashel because there's a fast charger in cashel a uh, 350 kilowatt fast charger it charged for 38 minutes by the way when it got there it still had 28 percent of its of its original uh, power yeah. from the trip from Dublin down. And it took 38 minutes to fill it. And strong. what do you do with all the
0: passengers for 38 minutes?
5: Well, it, I mean, it, it, it's like everything. On a return journey, um, and if you look at it in that context, they would have got off the bus anyway. They and would have the been going down yeah, to come back up again. So it's, it's slightly different. We did this as a challenge, and the, and the vehicle um, had a simulated weight. So here's where it gets interesting. To drive it from Dublin to Cork and back costs forty-two euro. Okay. So that, so that in effect is moving forty-six people return for that amount of money. There is nothing on the road out there at the moment that can compete. Now so there's, you're going no, there's no
0: there's no diesel cost. diesel equivalent of that kind of cost saving. No, no there isn't.
5: No, 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 and 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 hydrogen. Is not the answer because the well, hydrogen yeah people I'm
0: getting loads of text of people saying no electric is not the answer hydrogen is on the way I I, no. I I think I think the two will work in tandem I do believe there will be a, there yeah. will be a market for hydrogen cars but I don't think hydrogen yes. is better than electric.
5: Well I, I've actually driven a hydrogen bus that has a range it's hydrogen electric, so it's a, it's a hybrid um, and and it's got a range of 1,800 kilometers on one single tank of hydrogen.: Well
0: I, I, maybe maybe in the future they will produce cars that will make their own hydrogen, uh, which I know is well, already is yeah. already in, in production stage, but where you'll just yeah. put water into the tank it, it,
5: exactly, but I mean that's, a, that's a while stuff, away yes. Yeah, but the the electric element is here. It's now and just listening to people about chargers. So when we supply one of these buses, we actually supply a seventy five kilowatt charger with it. It's like I suppose it's it's evolution. Years ago, when, when people were buying a car, they were going in and they want the heated rear window and the radio in it and all the rest of it in the 70s. And, and as people realised that all these things had to come with them, then they become standard in, in elements in them. So we give the charger with it. And, and so, are you imp- was- so what's
0: the story, Chris? Are you importing these buses yourself?
5: So what we do is we we actually design them and we Irishize them, if you will, so that we make sure that they work within our environment and we get the maximum out of them, and that there's there's proper warranties for the batteries
0: and. So as, okay, as that's, an the, that's the final question before I move on here. The batteries, yeah. okay. So okay. I know you can only speak for the buses. I don't. I'm sure you can't speak. Uh, oh yeah. I I can
5: speak for batteries in in general. How long does
0: that, how long, let's just put this to bed once and for all. If I buy an electric car tomorrow, your average electric car, how long will the battery last?
5: Okay. So, the batteries, we'll we'll use the bus as an example and I'll come back to the car in a second and I'll tell you where the batteries go afterwards because there's there's three lives for the batteries as well which we'll discuss just in a second. So, with us, it's five years as the standard warranty or 600,000 kilometres whichever comes first. Now, If you actually take it, an average bus will do about 70,000 kilometers a year. So that actually is is great. But the big thing is the battery itself doesn't wear out. It will only be cells that will go, and the cells can be replaced. The cells are about 270 euros a cell. So the replacement cost of the cells is actually quite small. But what's actually happening, and where we future-proof what we're doing at the moment, is the battery packs are going to get smaller. Probably fifty percent of the size, and they will get fifty percent more powerful. And what we because I'm hearing, doing, I, I
0: I'm seeing online, you know, some horror stories about people who bought a car, you know, and I won't yeah. say which manufacturer. I think we all know which one I'm talking about. Uh, they bought an electric car, and the, and the battery went haywire on it after a while, uh, or after a few years, and they brought it back and were charged ten grand for a new battery.
5: Yeah. Well, again, I, I can I can only speak for what what I can see and what I can prove myself. And and that is the batteries, they're not a single battery. They're an element of a pod and inside that pod, there are cells and each cell is linked together. And then there's a battery management system in it that tells you which cell is, is damaged, which cell is not performing to the way it should. Now there's, there's a huge aftermarket for those batteries. They're incredibly valuable because the first life, it's come in the vehicle and, and they're running the vehicle. The second life is to take it out and, you, and you're hearing a lot about people saying, where am I going to charge? Well, what's going to happen is there are going to be battery banks that are going to open up and that's for electric storage. So what will happen is those battery packs are then put into like a 24 container and those batteries are charged during the day. And then they're used at, at, at times when say the grid is busy, or if go back into the grid when the grid is struggling. So that you're going to see another business element building up around electric mm-hmm. vehicles that has never existed before, and that's, and that's power storage.
0: Okay, and okay. Fair, I, I, unfortunately, Chris, I, I am running but, out of time. So what, what is the, what's it. the name of these buses, by the way?
5: Um, uh, we, I'm, I'm with Harris's on the nice road, um, okay. Mr. Pin, Pinot Harris, and the, the vehicles that, that we have uh, are manufactured in, uh, in China by a company called Hyger. And it's Hyger steed and the Huger azure okay and you're looking at a running cost just to give you a little bit of a figure per kilometer between seven and ten cent per kilometer to run it
0: and how much does the bus cost
5: there let's just say that they they're expensive enough but the but there is to be fair to the government and i have to be 100 percent fair there is a massive grant the you're not. You're not, you're, the not te-
0: you're not telling me how much they cost. <laughs> Why aren't you telling me? <laughs> well, I'll,
5: put, I'll put it to you this way: it's 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 roughly the price of a house in Tala. Put it to you that way.
0: All right. Okay. So what? Three hundred thousand. In
5: the good area, in around, in around that kind of money. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right.
5: They're expensive but, enough. But, I,
0: I, I, see, I wouldn't know. How much does a normal bus cost for forty people? A diesel and, and, bus. And, uh,
5: and a
0: normal diesel bus is about 185000 Okay, all right, okay, okay. So there's a fair jump yeah. of the price so there. But you're saying you'd make it back because of the money that you would save over time. And I, and I understand that, Chris. I do appreciate it. All right. Well, look. And there is...
5: Well, before you go, there is just one other thing I'd just like to just mention to all your listeners out there, and, and that is in relation to the CO2 emissions and we keep hearing that we've got a tax on top of us and we're paying this tax and we're paying carbon tax and the whole lot just remember one thing every single person out there who is driving an electric vehicle is actually entitled to a rebate now that's a very interesting question because the government unfortunately at the moment are lagging a small bit behind in giving the information on who, what, where, when and how we get it back because that's the very interesting one because the saving for our smallest electric bus is 220 tonnes of CO2 emissions per year, which is very significant.
0: Okay, so if you're a company, you can get a rebate on that. Okay, I get you. Listen, Chris, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate all the information you gave us there. And uh, if you're interested and you you want to get yourself an electric bus, there you go. There's the man to do it with. Harris is out the nace road.
3: Niall,
1: I would happily buy an electric car if I could afford it. And I'm sure I am one of so many who are on the lower income, barely scraping by, where are people going to get the money for an electric car? Like, mm-hmm. if you gave me the money for an electric car, I would happily buy one. But it's the real world and that's not going to happen.
0: Sadly, I can't give you the money. I'd, I'd like to give you the money for an electric car, but I don't have the money to give you one.
6: Hi, Neil. Um I bought a 2012 Renault Fluence EV uh, about five years ago now. I bought it for 2,500 euros. Literally for nothing, mm-hmm. um, and now it only has a range of 120 in the summer and about 60 in the winter. But I can I'm quite lucky in that I work in a place where we have chargers at work. I was a drive from Swords to Tala every day, so um, I was spending a fortune in pe- on petrol and a fortune on tolls. Now my tolls are half price. My tax is 120 for the year. I drive, in the summer I drive for free because I just plug in and work. And then in the winter I only have to pay for one half of my journey because obviously 60 kilometres it gets me to where I need to go to but it doesn't get me home again. Um, it's the best thing I ever did. Now, it would take me six days to get to Cork um, with the range on the vehicle but we have a second car in, in the household so it's not a problem. I think it's, I don't know, I love it. I think it's the best thing I ever did.
0: Well, there you go, that was a good deal. It wasn't two grand for an old Fluence, an old uh, 2012, that'd be fairly old now. And obviously the battery's still working well for you, uh, that you're getting that kind of range on it at this stage. You're still getting that kind of range on it. Um, And yes, the older ones had a very low range. They didn't have a very high range, the original Leafs and Fluences and all those. uh, But they're much improved now. They all have bigger kilowatt batteries in them now. And the range on average, in most of them now, is somewhere between three and five hundred. And that's only going to get better. Uh, they are already Mercedes and are bringing out another one at the end of this year, which will have a range of 1,000 kilometres. And that's where we need to be getting because that's roughly what the range on a decent car on a tank of fuel is, is about 1,000 kilometres, depending on the type of car you drive. So we need to get up to that kind of range before people are going to have uh, enough faith in them, I suppose, to stay with it.
4: Hi, know I bought a Toyota hybrid self-charging um, car last year. And I have saved myself uh, money petrol-wise. Doesn't take that much to fill it uh, per month, and. Uh but it's self-charging. I wouldn't buy one of those other ones where you have to plug them in. They're ridiculous. We don't have the infrastructure for those here in Ireland.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks, no, I love the show. Paul, thanks. Yeah, Paul, I, I have to say I would have said that going back a couple of months ago. i probably still stick to it to some degree. I think hybrid is, in my eyes, probably the way to go, which is a little bit of both just in case you're stuck, I suppose. And I, I know BMW did that with the original i8s when they brought them out going back many years ago. They put like this small like motorbike engine in the boot. So if ever you did run out of power, you could just switch to the motorbike engine or the the petrol engine in the boot. Even though it was only like, I don't know, 300cc petrol engine in the boot, it would get you like a 50 miles an hour, whatever it is, to where you were going. Because that's always the fear that you're going to run out of power. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.
4: Ireland's classic.